0: Welcome to Multifamily Real Estate Investing, presented by Mara Poling. My name is Pat Poling. I'm the founder and CEO of Mara Poling. Happy to be with you again this week to talk about a topic that will seem a little odd, maybe, and that is probability and scale. We're going to talk about the question, what do casinos and apartments have in common? The answer is probabilities. We're going to dive into that in some detail, and thank you for joining us. If you have questions, like every week, feel free to shoot me an email, pat at marapoling.com, M-A-R-A-P-O-L-I-N-G.com. And don't forget to swing by the Learning Center at marapoling.com. Lots of great content there on the Multifamily Real Estate channel, Webinars that you can uh, register for, uh, hopefully, upcoming live events, uh, maybe later in 21. And, of course, you can access all five seasons of multifamily real estate investing presented by Mara Poling. So let's get to the question. What do casinos and apartments have in common? Well, that's a pretty odd thing to put together But I think it's a great way, casinos are a great tool to help us think about scale within the multifamily space. So uh, humor me, if you will, while we chat a little about casinos. Now, I'm not a casino expert, never ran a casino, never worked in a casino. I understand the basics of how the business model works. And the business model is if they can have a million dollars worth of bets placed, they know that about half of those bets are going to turn into winners, where somebody will win money, and some are going to lose. But when you net the whole thing out, out of that million dollars, there's Five or ten percent that ends up staying with the casino. That's their, that's the difference, if you will, between the amount of the total winnings and the amount of the total bets that are lost. That five or ten percent spread, and that's how they make money. And if you're an itty bitty little tiny casino, well. That 5 to 10% has some volatility to it. Why? Because there's only so many bets going through. I mean, let's shrink it down to its silliest. What if a casino only had one person that came in and that day and they placed 10 bets? Well, they might win seven of the 10 and the casino would lose money. They also might lose seven of the ten only winning three and the casino would be ahead there's a lot of volatility in there because on each individual action the probabilities while fairly equal it's still random chance right in terms of how it might work out but if i have 10 people that come to the casino or a hundred people or a thousand people and the amount that's bet gets larger and larger, then that variance, that variability begins to shrink. And instead of maybe 5 or 10% being the take, it becomes between 6 and 9%. And if you get larger and larger, and larger doesn't just mean for casinos a physically larger casino, it means just more people coming through, right? So come to our free steak buffet, and then they'll gamble, right? And that gets more folks in there. So as the scale increases in that model, the certainty factor increases as well. If there's $100 million that gets bet, they know that they're going to end up paying out something in the neighborhood of $46 million, $47 million 47000000 dollars but that they're going to get to keep $53 or some number uh, along those lines. So the, the math becomes more certain the larger the casino gets. And the casino doesn't really care from a personal standpoint whether you win or lose. As a matter of fact, they want to celebrate your victory, your winnings, because that'll get more people to want to come to them. So, and that's a difference between apartments. Obviously, we aren't going to do that, right? So that's that's that model. And as you get more scale, you get more certainty. Now, when we turn around and look at the apartment side of the world, the item that we would say is most synonymous with that, if you will, the loss, right, for us as a as a apartment owner, when we lose would be when we have a vacancy, right? And again, a vacancy could be an empty unit or somebody that's just not able to pay their rent, something along those lines. Well, if we have a relatively small property, say we have a fourplex, well, I'm either going to be 100% occupied and not have any vacancies or I'm going to be 75% occupied because I have one vacancy or 50% with two vacancies and, and so on. So in any given period of time, as the owner of that property, I might experience a lot of volatility, right? And so if I try to forecast the level of occupancy I'm going to have for the year, and I say, I'm going to only have 10% vacancy, I'm going to be occupied 90% of the time, well, I might do much better than that, I could also do a lot worse than that, and it it becomes a little more random. There's a lot of potential variability in there. What if I had a larger property? What if I had a 100-unit property? Well, in a 100-unit property, that variability is smaller. It's still there, but it's smaller. What if I had a 200-unit property or a 300, smaller still? If I've got 300 units, I can begin to get to a place where I can say, I am very confident that on average, every single month, I'm going to have 24 vacant units. And there may be months where I have 26 or months where I have 22, But I'm going to begin to get much more accurate with that number. What if I had a portfolio? What if I owned 10 300-unit properties? Now I've got 3,000 units that I'm looking at. And out of those 3,000 units, I could sit there and say, I'm going to have 217 vacant units every month. That's my forecast. And I might be right within just a handful of units. That ability to be more accurate allows us to experience a higher quality of tenants in total. If if we were uh, investing in properties where we could lease to, say, a Fortune 500 company, uh, somebody that's just gold-plated... Pick the company that you think that would be, someone that you just go, my gosh, they're never going to not pay their rent, right? So, you know, whether that's a, um, you know, it's Exxon or Walmart or Starbucks or whoever you might consider. It's like, wow, that's gold-plated. Well, obviously, the tenants in the multifamily space don't look like that. All of our tenants are potentially susceptible to issues that might take place in the economy, But in aggregate, when we put them together, especially in the kinds of numbers I was just describing, we can so accurately forecast the level of occupancy that we're going to have that we can then build that into our budgets. And that's how we actually end up experiencing a quality of tenants in total that really are AAA-like rated. And that's one of the ways in which we in the multifamily space can have a higher uh, level of financial performance and greater certainty in the same way that the great big casino companies just love turning the handle and getting more and more folks to come through because they know their model works. The same for us as we acquire more and more properties. The level of certainty increases, and that allows us to be uh, not just more accurate, but because of that accuracy, we can build that into the models, and we now get a great deal of stability. And as we've said for a long time, the first two steps in the uh, five-element total return model are security and stability and the ability for us to forecast that kind of activity is truly valuable when it comes to acquiring, uh, operating, and owning these stabilized kinds of assets. So when you look at probability, if you're a statistical person out there, you may have already jumped ahead and said, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about standard deviation. And yes, that's that's the technical term that we would use if we have a relatively small sample size the little casino or the fourplex the standard deviation the uh, the amount of variability in the model is fairly significant but as the sample size gets larger we get to a point where we can have a great degree of accuracy does that continue well the answer is no Because we have diminishing returns at every step of uh, increase in scale. If I had 300 units and then I bought 10 properties like that, so I had 3,000, well, what if I bought 100 properties, right? And now I've got 30,000. As I get larger and larger and larger, I absolutely get more accurate. But my accuracy is going from 9% vacancy to point. 1 to 9.135. And those little increments I'm getting certainly have value, but it's a very different kind of value than when I went from saying I'm going to have 10% vacancy to being able to say, no, I I I have more confidence I'm going to have nine to I'm going to have more confidence I've got nine point one. And it's the confidence factor that's really critical, which at a certain point that extra scale doesn't really drive that, uh, that much of an additional value for us. How we use that at Maura Polling is our uh, unit size would generally be from around 100 units, at a smaller property, to around 300 at a larger. Now, having more than 300 units will absolutely give us greater stability. It On an individual property basis, pushes us into an area where we're going to be competing with potentially institutional players, and their business models are simply different than ours. So the way for us to get more scale would be to have a portfolio. And as an example, our total return fund does just that. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of units owned at multiple properties, and that allows us to enjoy the benefits of... The tighter standard deviations and the tighter tolerances that give us greater accuracy from that standpoint. So, just like the casino wants to be bigger and have more people come through and place bets, we'd like to have more units because the more units we have, the greater the accuracy we can get in that forecasting and the greater the stability. So, the next time you take off and go enjoy. Uh, an evening at the local casino, or you head off to Las Vegas, or whatever it might be, and you walk in, I hope that you'll think about (laughs) our topic today and say, you know what, this is like investing in apartments, and I know why. It's because of probabilities. So I hope that you found today valuable. As I said, if you have any questions, shoot me an email, pat at marapolling.com, M A R A P O L I N G dot com. And please join us again next week for another episode of Multifamily Real Estate Investing presented by Mara Pollan.